Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Murphy's Roll. This is Reaper. This is Nian. And this is Bone Crusher Strobel, Earthquake the Juggernaut. And today we're going over our latest session. And with this session, we added in a new character to our group. And um, let's just say... We allowed them to join. <laughs> I'm at a loss of words. <laughs> I can tell. So, just a quick recap, the last session ended with Aki slash Kai and Abistrit talking to this Thieves Guild about raiding this shipment of goods coming in for the Alakari. So, this week, we started off with the innkeeper not being too happy with what happened in his his establishment. So, he went to do, do some research about Succubi, found out you could break their charm effect by just slapping them if you need to. So he didn't he end up grabbing Alikari at the same time? Well, Alikari ran into him um, while he was at the library doing his research. And Alikari ran into him. And, of course, the innkeeper is pretty known and well throughout the town. And Alikari went with him to go check on uh, Leela and Robotech. Yeah, so they end up waking them up, taking them in, because they heard he was... uh, They were in the same group as the guy that tore up his his tavern and decided to start swinging on some of the alicari. So they end up making a deal. They find out that this shipment is just a decoy. About that time, the captain of the ship that we were going to get on shows up with the goods. They make, they talk, he leaps, sneaks back out of town. Then he's going to show up later as if nothing if as if he was never there. So they use Naraya and Shaw they're talking to them about forming a counter-raid to this Thieves Guild raid. So the they negotiate, like, hey, you got our homeboy in jail. Let him go. Have him join us. Call it all. Even it out. We'll be good. So they bring in Birthbringer. Doesn't Birth. he fight with them there, too? Well, yeah. Birthbringer uh, is not a big fan of the Alucard. When Alucard Guard comes to uh, get him out of jail and everything, he asks who exactly sent for him. And they gave a very vague description. All he heard was a drow. And he was like, oh, I don't like this drow. But uh, it wasn't it wasn't uh, Shem. It was actually Mariah, otherwise known as Leela, who uh, had called for him. And so he goes over there. And the Alucard leader, of course, is talking to Birthbringer. And Birthbringer is not really having it. He's kind of like, you know, F you guys. But at the end of the day, you know, Birthbringer is all about fighting. I'm proud of you. Why are you proud of me? Because you didn't even make an attempt to try to seduce the captain and try to fuck her. <laughs> Look, at this point, Birthbringer is uh, very upset. He doesn't like the Alakari. Like, so, I mean, he's not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to seduce you. He's like, I don't like you. I don't like your people. I don't like, you know, your friends. F your boat. F your shipment. F your fake decoy. <laughs> he hates her guts. He doesn't want to get into her guts. That's the difference. Either way, I'm still proud. From there, both sides are both kind of setting up. Abyscrips just standing in the middle of the road, polishing his balls. Takes out his ball bearings and start polishing them. Like, that's a normal thing to do in the middle of the road at the middle of night. Then Kai is in control of the body at this point, since he left off in control when talking to the Thieves Guild. Sets up on top of a roof. Then Naraya does the same thing on the same roof. You actually had it backwards, um... Naraya and Sean Birthbringer set up in the in the area first, and then 
uh, Kai, Brisket, and the Thieves Guild show up. And that's why um, Kai, as soon as he notices Naraya, just without hesitation, pulls a sword, uh, pulls his rapier on her. Is like, what are you doing here? You're supposed to be... Well, how the fuck are you even awake? Naraya gives a quick explanation, and Kai was like, oh, shit. Okay, um, I'm going to go talk to Odoo, and we can get this shit worked out. Yeah. So We should also mention at this point that uh, the parties did not know they were going against each other. Uh, while... You had Shim and one crazy dude dealing with the Thieves Guild. The other three were working for the Alakari. And so, yeah, there was no real clue that they were going to be opposing each other. You know, all that one group knew was that, yeah, we're about to defend the shipment. And what the other group knew was we're about to rob the shipment. Yeah, then Kai climbs down the building, calls over the Thieves Guild leader and Abyss Grip. And he's like, hey, this isn't real. Let's call it off. And about that time, the rest of the Thieves Guild, not knowing what's going on, rushes it. Turns into a fight. Abyss Grip looks at Kai. Says, you remember what we talked about before? Whenever we first ran into this guy, he's like, yeah. You want to go with it? He's like, sure. Abyss Grip grapples the guy, just puts him on a bear hug. Then Kai just decks him, trying to knock him out. Well, ev- there's just chaos going on. The Alakari's fighting the Thieves Guild. Shaw's just melting people. Firebolt and just decimating, just turning them to ashes. Yeah, it was, it was pretty interesting. And about the time Abyss Grip just takes the Thieves Guild leader to Suplex City, Birthbringer's like, fuck the Alakari, and just rushes them. Yeah, well, see, so there was uh, one of the Alakari had jumped on a roof, a, a, a lizard folk barbarian had jumped on a roof and was fighting one of the uh, one of the Thieves Guild members. And Birthbringer runs up, and he couldn't really get in range. Everybody was just kind of in the way in the middle of the battle. And Birthbringer, you know, he's like, you know what? I'm not. I don't like this Alakari. I don't like neither one of these sides. So you know what? It's time. I know who my, I know who the people I'm here with are. And if you're not with the people that I'm here with, with the people that I've been traveling with, then you're an enemy. <laughs> So thus begins this big battle royale between the party, the Alakari, and the and the Thieves Guild. And it's just chaos. It, it gets to the point that, yes, Shaw is scorching people to death. Kai and Araya are fucking popping off shots from the roof at people. Birthbringer is just laying into people with his axe. And, oh yeah, Biscrip. <laughs> well, before they start... Kai joined in on popping off the shots. He tied up the Thieves Guild leader, climbed up there since he had hasted himself. His first shot, he actually shot and then hit, hit the Alakari, making him thinking it was Naraya that was shooting at him. It should have been like a like an obvious thing, like, what? Naraya doesn't even have a bow. Oh, look, they don't know who you are. They saw a shot, and it came from your direction. Yeah, so Abyss Grip ends up dragging this tied up guild leader or the thieves guild leader into the alley looked over saw birthbringer just surrounded so he just pulls out his axe starts to say sword arm he just literally goes sword axe arm hunger and just charges into battle and the alakari was pretty focused on the thieves guild fighting them then they turned their focus on the party birthbringer was getting beat up Quite a bit. So he casts Sanctuary on himself. So he's like, forget this big guy. Looks, look at this little dude. And just laid into Abyss Grip. And Naraya Murphy's roll. <laughs> and hits Abyss Grip with an arrow. Yeah. Doing a little bit of damage to him. And I mean, Abyss Grip, of course, knew it was Naraya. Because who else is shooting uh, soul arrows <laughs> throughout the area? 
I wasn't rolling for Naraya that night, so I mean, it, I, I can't take the blame for that. Yeah, I was the one that when it was a zero, and since it's or she rolled a one, and technically it's not a real bow, there's no real disadvantage to it. Gave you the idea of just designate which squares what number, and that's where she misses, and it happened to land on myself. Yeah. I played myself there. That, that that was that was pretty bad. And at the same time, um, this Alakari barbarian who's up on this roof fighting this one thieves uh, thieves guild member, this one rogue. It's she's just using like all kinds of weird shit that the party hasn't yet to see before, and like she's making roots grow out of the fucking building and whatnot. And as soon as she finally kills this rogue, because it it takes a little bit. She was fighting one rogue one on one, and she had a little trouble at first. But afterwards, she decides that she's going to like, oh, um, well, all the rogues are down and half of my teammates are down and these guys look pretty healthy. I'm going to help them. Well, she saw the magic missile that hit the rogue that she was fighting and it was like, I'm afraid of magic. And it just came from that dude that's just melting everybody. There's a part of this group that's attacking anything that moves. So ends up joining us. Biscrip ends up dropping. Twice. Well, the first time, it was, what? Birthbringer that brought him back up, then cast Sanctuary on him. The Alakari didn't want to hit. They failed their roles on Birthbringer, so they turned towards Biscrip and succeeded. And knocked him down again. Again? Again. <laughs> Unfortunately. And this entire time, actually, that lizard was drinking and decided to start singing. Oh, yeah. And yeah. you know what happens when there's music? Well, the first time, it was so horrible, Aki just said, nope, fuck you, fuck this song, fuck everything, and didn't come out. Yeah. Oh, I started singing some little Uzi whatever. So then, um, what happened from there? It was Abyss Group eventually gets up because this lizard finally sings well enough to bring Aki out who heals him, he gets back up, first thing he does, activates his Rite of Dawn. Yeah, I had a uh, Birthbringer, had actually you spare the dying on you so you wouldn't just die, die. After walking over a couple corpses, uh, walked over to smash a couple corpses real quick, and was like, oh crap, hold on, wait, 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 do not die, do not die. Lost enough people as it is, do not die. Spare the dying on you, and luckily, like we said, uh, Aki came out, even though Birthbringer cannot stand her right now at all. But uh, I came out, healed you up some health. We got right back to the massacre. Well, at least that's something Birthbringer could use as a reason to somewhat like her. He has no beef with Abyss Grip. She just made sure he wouldn't die. So she kind of saved one of his buddies. Well, actually, Birthbringer made sure he didn't die. She just brought him back up so he could actually fight some more. Uh, tomato, tomato. She made sure he had health so he could try to contribute. And when it finally comes down to the final Alakari, besides the Barbarian, I mean, the Barbarian's like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to rage and smack this Barbarian, smack this other Alakari upside his head. And as soon as that Alakari drops, the Barbarian drops from him and is like, I surrender. I didn't do it. It wasn't me. Yeah, so the party determined we need a survivor to say everybody's dead except us and one of your people. So... The lizard goes along with that plan, and Abyss Script is like, hey, we got the Thieves Guild leader right over there, tied up. Turn him in for a reward. I'm sure they would appreciate that. And wasn't that kid that Abyss Script ratted out because uh, 
he just didn't care? Wasn't he some kind of spy for the Thieves Guild anyways? No, he was actually a spy for the... Spoilers. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Oh. I was under the impression he was the one that told him, hey, they've got the supply shipment coming in at this time, but fuck the Alucari, though. Yeah, while everybody was making plans uh, about what we're going to exactly do and everything like that, Brother Grant sees that the Thieves Guild captain is uh, still over there. He's still conscious at this point, actually. And he was slowly crawling away. Yeah, he was trying to, like, worm himself away, trying to crawl. Well, he was tied up in a swan? Is that what Kai yes. said? <laughs> Kai rolled high on his uh, uh, dexterity check, or sleight of hand check, whatever, and he just tied this dude up into a nice little swan shape, and he's just kind of... Human origami. <laughs> worming his way down the line, down the alley. But yeah, Birthbring goes over, knocks the dude out with the back of his warhammer, and uh, throws the dude over his shoulder and just leaves. He's like, okay, well, I'm going to go take this guy in. You guys can chat about who's doing what. But, I mean, it seems like the main plan is to take this guy in. And plus, he doesn't want to be around Aki. So he just throws it over his shoulder and just starts walking off. Yeah, so Aki and Abyscript check the bodies real quick before dipping out. Find a decent amount of gold and just pocket it. They don't say anything to anybody. So when the party gets back to, well, the main part of the party... The, going back to the Alakari, gets back, gives a report, and is like, oh, by the way, we caught this guy. Is there some kind of reward? And the lizard barbarian that we find out their name is Alawi decides, I don't want to roll with the Alakari. I want to roll with these people. Holds her breath and passes out, pretends to be dead. So Birthbringer throws the captain on the floor and says, yeah, fuck this guy. And I don't want to talk to you guys anymore. So here you go. Take this dude. And he's decided, Birthbringer remembers that we have, you know, a special way that we can get home. And Birthbringer is just done being in Seraphica. He's just, he's over it. He's, he's over it. He wants to go home. Um, especially now, like I said, he's, he's irked to Aki. He wants, he wants to go home. We can actually get some pussy that he knows is not a demon. And he's like, yep, yep. So he grabs, he grabs a uh, Robotech by the back of his collar. So he's dragging him. He sees the plane dead. You know, Birthbringer being a battle medic can most likely tell if someone's actually dead or not. Sees the lizard chick playing dead, picks her up. He's like, yeah, I'm going to heal this. Picks her up. So he's dragging Robotech by, uh, by the collar. and He's got the barbarian under his arm. And he's just walking off. And he's like, hey, yo, meet me at the crib. You got an hour talking to uh, Naraya, who's over there talking to the leader. Yeah, Naraya's just talking to the captain, trying to get, you know, a reward. The captain tells her that you no know, to come back and even though you no know, most of her Alakari eunuch died in that scenario and died in that situation. Yeah, and as they were to actually talking to him, that's when Abyss Grip and Aki on their way back, Abyss Grip finds a blacksmith, just pounded on the door, just yell, Open up wailing on the door, because he just got shot by his own teammate. He figured he needed better armor. Aki talks him down and kind of drags him back to the end. Everybody ends up going to bed around that time because it's late at night. We just got through a terrible battle. Well, terrible for this grip. Well, before then, Birthbringer does talk to uh, Robotech. And he is like, hey, you have the amulet that can take us home immediately. We Everybody in the party had completely forgotten about it. And Birthbringer just remembered it. He was like, wait, we can just go home. We don't have to be here. We'd have to travel through the forest. We'd have to fight the Zooks and the Snooks or the, or, you know, the, 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 the Crips and Grave Street. Grave Street, we'd have to fight all that. 
We didn't have to do none of this. We didn't even have to take the boat home. We could have just literally used this amulet and gone home this whole time. Yeah, but we would have never got that silver or the blue or green emerald. We still can't come to an agreement on this emerald. Yeah, but uh, of course, Robotech, being the person that he is, completely convinces Birthbringer that he hit it around town. So Birthbringer is extremely pissed off now, goes in his room and decides that he's going to sit there until this boat is ready to leave because he just wants to go home. He's just, he's just, he's just bad. Now you want to go home. Yeah, well, Kai ends up talking with Birthbringer, and he's like, okay, Gus talks to Shaw. He knows how he is. They're both kleptomaniacs, and he's like, hey, I know you got this here. We need to go after we get our equipment back. We end up cutting our losses. We got a Biscuit sword done, and... Just a bunch of ingots. Yeah, just a bunch of ingots. Didn't get the flash done, but that night when they finished everything. That's when they clicked their heels three times and said, I want to go home and activated the amulet. Well, you forgot what you forgot the reward that the Alakari gave the party. Oh yeah. The 5,000 gold that Shaw was probably planning on keeping for himself because yeah. he was the one that ended up collecting it. It was Shaw and Naraya. But yeah. Shaw was the one that grabbed the gold. Shaw was the one that grabbed the gold. Naraya grabbed a bag full of um, LSD. It turns out the Alakari has been making this LSD potion. Oh yeah, that was part of the uh, the bartering Naraya and Shaw had made with them. Yeah, so now we got like this big supply of vials. Or I say big supply. It's like ten vials of of this LSD potion that the party can use at will now. Use or sell? Well, that's uh, that's entirely up to the party. I mean, you have no idea what the sell value for it is. So I mean, you have no idea whether or not someone's going to be. No, underpaying you or overpaying you. Hey, this it's free money, essentially. We paid nothing for these drugs. Yeah, fair enough. So we get back to the HQ, walk in. The captain is just, like, interviewing people to replace us. He's like, I thought you guys were dead. And we're like, nope, we just crashed. Because he hasn't heard anything from us since the job completion. And I'm sure Chris couldn't tell him that we were done because he's probably still locked in his room. Probably not the roll of dice if he ever got out or not. Yeah, then he just shoes off the new group that he had and pulls Naraya aside after we give him the recap of what all happened and talks to her one-on-one -on -one about... About stuff while the rest of the party goes off and you know, enjoys their f enjoys finally being back home. What does Birthbreaker go do? <laughs> Same thing Birthbringer always does. Get the bitches. Now, Birthbringer goes to uh, the local whorehouse that kind of knows him. And, of course, you know, they, as soon as he walks in back in town and walks to the whorehouse area, of course, they run away like he's Lou Bill. Like, oh, my God! This Birthbringer red! <laughs> and, uh, you know, he gets him a couple girls, goes upstairs. You know, a couple of the ones that are uh, a little more willing. Uh, goes upstairs. He's like, yeah, it's time, baby. Uh, before then, though, he does go and get some of his ingots to go put on his battle axe. Uh, you know, he figures that he should go and put some of these stuff on his weapon, you know, do something with it. And like I said, he goes up, goes upstairs later on. Uh, doesn't Kai go with you? Because I remember him going to a blacksmith about getting the flask welded shut this time. Yes, Kai does go to get the uh, the flask welded shut. But he took uh, Alawi to the market to get her some gear as well and it's like you could stay here makes you put this in the window 
that allows everybody now not to fuck with you and yeah no because now scuttles cove is uh pretty uh slummy like you know there's fucking pickpockets and thieves running around but of course if you know you know the right people they won't mess with you yeah then um we're all abyss groups just wandering town just trying to learn the place since this is his first time being here since he joined in the whatever town we were in whatever its name was yeah i don't remember that town's name either but it was it was it was the town where the job took place. So where yeah. Chris was, yeah. yeah. He's also new to this area, so I think Shaw gave you kind of a look around. Yeah, um, think that it accounts for everybody. While when we get back to town, so the next day we walk in to find about see what our next mission is. We're back. We don't want to just be sitting around. We want to go out and do something, and the. The captain's chair is like facing towards the window, so the back's towards us. Spins around, and there's Naraya. We originally couldn't find Naraya at first, but just went in anyways. And she gave us the rundown. He was like, I'm done. I'm retiring. I'm going to promote you to the captain. So then she has a conversation with everybody one on one, gives them something, sends them out, sends in the next person. I can't remember exactly what Abyss Grip said. He's like, I heard you wanted to see me. Something like that. Just to piss her off. Because he was still pretty heated that she fucking shot him. It was a fucking accident, goddammit. Accident or not, she could have at least said sorry. I'm pretty sure she did at some point. I I don't think she did. Well, I'm saying sorry now. Naraya says she's sorry. I mean, Damage has been done. Uh, exactly. See, See, this is just... Some things that just happened in our party. I mean, Bishop has total right, apparently, according to our party rules, to get his revenge. Considering the fact that I accidentally threw uh, Aki in the water. The first time. Second time wasn't an accident. Oh, the though. second time wasn't a, oh, it was on purpose. But he didn't mean to do damage. All right? And he did, like, two points of damage. How much damage did you take from getting shot with the arrow? A lot more than two. And then she stabbed me. Not my fault that she made an acro- failed acrobatic. She didn't stab you. She shot, shot me. You. I keep saying stab, but that's why I feel like he got shanked. But yeah, he got uh, he got shot. Oh, and just to let you know, we have to mention this, but he does have a new nickname for Aki, uh, the Aki part of Shim, Goatball. Goatball? Goatball. Goatball is a traditional sport that they play in Goliath villages. Uh, similar to American football. But yes, goat ball is a, is a sport similar to that. And since he uh, is no longer a fan of Aki, her new nickname is Goat Ball. Oh, and Alawi, our new lizard man, lizard woman, apologize for that, lizard woman barbarian is now known as Possum Snake. Also, another thing we didn't really mention about Alawi, yeah, she's a barbarian, but her she's a path of the soulless or wild soul. Yeah. Which is kind of like a wild mage in a sense. Whenever she rages, well, whenever a, that style barbarian rages, they roll a d8, and whatever it, hap- or whatever it lands on, a different effect happens. And when Alawi used her rage right next to everybody in the middle of combat, was when Abyss Grip had failed one death save. And on the ground, one of those numbers, if it pulls up, does an explosion within 30 feet around them. And this entire time, I know this, I'm telling them, don't do it. Don't do it. You could actually straight up kill me right here. Gave zero fucks and still did it. 
And I actually ended up shooting a naval laser, straight My Hero Academia style. And uh, actually just barely missed you. Missed you by one square, about a couple yeah. feet. <laughs> by five feet. Yeah. D&D's tiled standards. But it did blind the guy for a round. Then, after everybody gets their special item from Naraya, calls everybody back in and gives us our next mission. And yeah, your next mission is to um, escort a, a town herbalist, and she's going to Great Forest in the west to pick up some new supplies for new potions. And it's a simple escort mission. Just get her there, get her back. Nothing too difficult. And her name's what? Mora? I think. It's I can't Marie read. Norrington. Marie Norrington. Okay, yeah. So I hate es- escort missions and MMOs. I'm pretty sure I'm going to hate this one. Maybe. I mean, I know escort missions aren't typically very fond of when it comes to gamers. But, I mean, it, it's it's a necessity. And if you think about it, like uh, it has to happen at least once. At least here, and unlike an MMO where they just walk slower than the walk speed, Birthbringer could just throw her on his shoulder and said, point me in the direction. And No need, she's got a carriage. He could throw that on his shoulder too. <laughs> Most likely. The whole carriage, the horse, her. I don't think you can carry a three-ton horse. Oh no, pretty strong. Uh, I say three-ton horse. Uh, the horse is probably closer to like 800 pounds. We yeah, could always just... Yeah, it's, it is a pretty big horse. <sighs> well, guess what? It's a big-ass Birth- carriage. Birthbringer has a snack while he carries everything. Don't eat the horse. That sounds delicious. No, Shaw wanted to eat that ferret. <laughs> and he was actually kind of upset that he didn't get a chance to. To be fair, Shaw had the right idea because it was eat or be eaten. The ferret ate Al, um, Alistair. Alistair's neck and dipped out because he knew he was next on the menu. That'd be an interesting idea. I mean, I don't think I actually mentioned it the first time we were talking about the ferrets, but when a biscuit was ordering his breakfast, he leaned in. Like, he ordered biscuits and gravy, leaned in, looked around, and asked, do you serve ferret? No, I mean, He was looking for information, I, not actually. I, I wasn't talking about eating the ferret as a good idea. I was talking about, you know, that just being something you guys hear randomly. It's like, hey, did you hear... A bunch of ferrets, a bunch of ferrets just took over the fucking East Woods across the fucking ocean, sea, something. And then That's light what? a match, yell out, this is for Alistair, and just burn down the whole forest. <laughs> Pretty sure Birthbringer's gonna be like, hop on the next boat, but go get me a ferret. No, don't, no. It was bad enough that he wanted, that Alistair wanted to fucking take a ferret as a pet. I'm not letting you take one, I'm not gonna, not gonna let you as strong. I'm not. I'm gonna dissuade you from doing that. Uh, like, what if these ferrets talk to the one that killed Alistair? They got taste for blood now. Like, do we really want to introduce killer ferrets to our group? We're already fighting amongst each other. We don't need a second source of internal damage. But yeah, so they have their next. They have their next assignment. How well it's gonna go? We'll find out on the next episode of. Mer- oh no! 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 The next episode of Murphy's World should be our next character spotlight, right? Yes. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Next session. So, two weeks from now, we will find out what happens next on their assignment. So, thank you for listening. And I know this has been a very random episode. I'm going off with 28 hours of no sleep, so bear with me. Uh, Yeah, plus 
that combat took a lot longer than what we normally do just because of how hectic everything was. Like, both groups went in with this idea of we're about to kill our party members. Hell yeah. To just fuck it. Kill everything that's not us. All right. Thank you for listening, people. Remember, we are on Anchor. We are on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, many more. And didn't you also say something else? Yeah. I had a couple weeks ago submitted it to iHeartRadio, and we're actually on there now. Oh, awesome. I've actually never used iHeartRadio, but that's a different topic for another day. Uh, thank you for listening, people. This is Reaper. This is Neen. And Bonegrass' Trovar Earthquake Juggernaut. And we will find you all here next time. And don't forget to search for us on Facebook or Twitter and follow those pages. And just as a reminder, there's one more week left for our giveaway. So you make sure you look something up on one of those for that giveaway and enter. I'm still upset that you blocked me. This is for the listeners, not us. But I want a mini. Buy your own. All All right. right. We'll catch you guys later. Deuces.